back or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Simple Successful Business Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron, and I'm here to help guide you to taking your coaching business full time. So today's episode, we are talking about belief and how to build the belief, even if you have none. (laughs) So first of all, why does belief matter, right? On this podcast, we talk a lot about different strategies and different like tangible actions that you can take to build a full-time coaching business. But belief is really interesting because it's such an important part of the work that you do in becoming a full-time coach, yet it's not something that's tangible. It's not in action necessarily, but it still is the most important thing in your coaching business. So why does belief matter? Well, belief is everything when it comes to creating a full-time coaching business. Belief is the essence of your unique brilliance, which I've talked about before in previous episodes. And it also builds your coaching offer. It's the root of your magic. It's where everything is created from, how it's executed, and how you're able to continue to transform the lives of your clients, your community, and yourself. It all starts with belief. And it doesn't matter if you're already full-time or still working towards that, your belief is still going to impact everything in your business. Belief is built by energy. We've talked about this in a previous episode about Convince Me Energy. And Convince Me Energy is interesting because it builds a belief that you need to do and take actions to convince people to work with you. But there are plenty of beliefs that you can have that you can hold that you can carry that impact how you show up for your coaching business. So you have to ask yourself, what belief do I want to be building? So let's get into it. What exactly do you do to build the belief when you don't yet believe that it's possible, when you don't see how this can work out for you? So what I suggest that you do is that you borrow the belief. You know that saying, beg, borrow, or steal? It's like that, but better. So (laughs) we're not quite doing all of that, but you are going to borrow the belief from other people since you don't have your own yet. And when you borrow the belief, you don't need to fully 100% believe in it yet for it to still work for you. In fact, I'd say that we all start with building the belief and borrowing the belief because that's how we begin to see it as a possibility, as something that can work out for us, even if it's not existing right now. So I want you to think about a time when you were learning something new to really envision this for yourself, right? For me, I'm thinking of when I was learning how to ride a bike. Super simple. So when I was first thinking about riding a bike, it scared the crap out of me because I had all these thoughts in my head, all these beliefs that I was building and carrying. So I was freaking out because I was like, how would I know where to steer? What would happen if I fall? How do I backpedal? Do I need to know all these fancy tricks that my cousins and people around me are doing in order to ride a bike? Like, this was just stressing me out. Little Cameron was so stressed (laughs) about learning how to ride a bike. And all of this welled up inside of me. And it was also blocking the possibility of building the belief that I could be a bike rider. 
So what actually helped me was borrowing the belief before it became my own. I looked at other people in my life that could ride a bike and I said, okay, if they can do it, I can do it too. I would practice and get really nervous about falling or my bike would get wobbly and lo and behold, those exact things would happen. I would fall, my bike would get wobbly, all these different things would come to pass. But I got back up again and I tried and then one day, I literally remember this so vividly because in my head, Aaliyah's Try Again started playing. I dusted myself off and I tried again. And I remember riding my bike down the whole block without wobbling or falling. And I was so proud of myself because I had done it. I was officially a bike rider, just like I believed I could be. So I want to talk about another example, right, of what to do when you don't have the belief, you're still building the belief, but you don't have people to borrow the belief from because no one around you is really doing exactly what it is that you want to do. So this happened to me actually when I was first exploring the possibility of becoming a coach and when I was still a sex educator. At the time, no one was really talking about how money and building a full-time business connected to sexuality education. No one was doing business coaching for sex educators. So I didn't have models of people doing exactly what it is that I was envisioning. I didn't have examples of what I could look to to help me borrow the possibility of belief to even start building my own. So it's probably not likely that you're in this situation, but for some of you, it might be relevant, right? And I want to say this, no matter what your niche is, there's probably some example of someone doing something similar, even if it's not exact to what you are imagining in your head. Your desire to be a coach is not a unique one. And when I say that, what I mean is you are not the only person in the world who is thinking about becoming a coach, thinking about becoming a full-time coach, which is great news because that means that there's plenty of examples and models to borrow the belief from, even if you yourself do not have it yet. So anyway, What exactly did I do when I didn't have any models? I didn't have direct examples that I could borrow my belief from. Instead of looking toward other examples in my niche, I created my own possibility to borrow from, to borrow this belief from. I had the end goal of being a business coach for sex educators, but I started with how can I build this belief? So with that goal, I started much smaller. I started with just building the belief that this was something that was needed and necessary, even if there weren't direct examples of other people doing this. So I remember thinking, if I'm asking all these questions and I'm getting curious about this in this particular way, then other people are too. And that means that this is worth exploring. So looking back, this was so delusional, but in a really good way. And a thought that I just kept practicing to help me build this belief out of honestly thin air was if I keep asking these questions and getting curious about this in this way, then other people are too. And that means it's worth exploring. So over time, that belief grew because this is what I held to be true. This is what I built. When I would go to my supervisions during sex ed certification, I would ask questions about making money as a sex educator. And I would notice other people in my group supervisions and in my classes and workshops and all these places, I noticed whenever I asked these questions, 
other people would lean in and get really curious. They would take notes. They were interested. They wanted to know the answer too. And again, this helped me to build my belief that other people were curious about this and wanted to know more because now I actually had tangible evidence to build the belief from. I shared my experiences on social media as well with my journey to become a certified sex educator. And again, the same thing happened. I noticed how people would ask specific questions about my experience. And that eventually created the opportunity for me to create my first digital product, my ebook. And that opened the way for me to lead into coaching. So What I want you to take away from this is that all of that action, all of those things started from me borrowing the belief from my own imagination because I didn't have exact models of people to look to to borrow the belief from. It had to come from me. And over time, that created the momentum that allowed me to step into making that belief my own. So when you're building the belief for yourself, that's exactly what you do. So If you are looking for somewhere to start, right, you don't know yet if you have the belief that you yourself can be a full-time coach, you have it easy because you can borrow my belief. Borrow my belief that it's possible for you to become an aligned and full-time coach. And I want you to really seriously sit with this, sink into it, let it marinate, but decide right now that you're going to take action to grow your coaching business from this belief that you're borrowing from me that's possible for you to go full-time doing what it is that you're called and meant to do. That's how you build the belief. All right, so that's it for today's episode. If you want to have guidance in taking your coaching business full-time, I want to invite you to join me inside of private one-on-one coaching. All of the information as well as the application is available at www.cameronglover.com, which is linked as always in the show notes. All right, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.